Yeah, you got me. I even ordered some baskets too to get in my true Dorothy Gale. Uh, <laughs> Dude, that's my... what I'm talking about. See, like everyone puts these burrito bags on the front of their bar. You can't open that thing while you're riding on gravel. Do you just, just need basket. an open basket, dude? You can grab <laughs> yeah. all of your snacks out of that thing. What up, party people? So I dubbed this week's show the regurgitation episode because it basically seemed like every discussion we had somehow found its way back to topics we've already covered in the past, and by the end, it just felt like a big bag of regurgitated pod talk. But hey, the Bonk Bros banner is what y'all come here for anyways, so there's no shortage of that. Hit us up with any feedback or questions you have for the show at bonkbrospodcast at gmail.com, or you can swipe on over to the Bonk Bros Instagram page and give that follow button a smash. If you want to support the show with some of that hard-earned currency that you've got nothing better to do with, then hop on over to our Patreon page and get yourself early access to the show each week in the process. All right, that's all I got for y'all today. Let's get this party started. Um, We were just discussing how uh, we thought you didn't need... You said you were going to be late because you had to get coffee. We thought you didn't need coffee because you're a cold plunge guy. Oh, well, I I don't need coffee for the first hour of my day. <laughs> I mean, I, I haven't had coffee yet, so I've been up Six for three hours. since my day started. <laughs> yeah. No, I still like coffee. I've been drinking mushroom coffee, though, so it only has like a quarter of the caffeine. I'm just like freaking... I'm just you like all coffee over the place lately. Mushroom. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's, it's, yeah, it's weird. Is it but, just uh, like... Is it a little bit of coffee and a lot of mushrooms? Like, what's the deal with that? Tell us. Uh, there's there's different variations. <laughs> yeah, there's I'm, definitely I'm be honest, on the Matt, packaging. Any liquid that that tastes or smells like mushrooms sounds disgusting. It doesn't taste like mushrooms. It tastes just like coffee. Okay. <laughs> at, at least right, the stuff right. that I've got. There's a few As different blends. Like different. Uh, it's <laughs> supposed to be better smart. for you. What if you just drank it, coffee it, and then ate some mushroom? That's fine too. <laughs> Yeah, coffee gives me really bad acid reflux, though. Mm-hmm. So you drink decaf? It's not the caffeine, yeah. Like, I can drink mm-hmm. tea, no problem. Okay, mm-hmm. it's the just like But I don't like the taste of tea very much. So I, like, I like the taste of coffee. Oh, yeah, that's good. Teas. So I don't know, this stuff garbage. doesn't give me acid reflux. Nice. Dylan, it looks like you're wearing a turtleneck. That's you what like I, a, I, I said it was like a Christmas sweater. We already we already discussed this. It's just it's just like a regular sweatshirt from the North Face. It's, it's just buttoned up all the way. Dylan's moved yeah, into sure. his Silicon Valley tech bro phase oh, of God. style vest and I, I got it if you would prefer that. Where am I? I mean yeah, where are you at? Valencia. Is that Spain by his terrible microphone quality? <laughs> I feel like it's actually I can't hear myself, so I it's fine. Know. It looks like you what are where are you are you in like a what are you in? Like I'm in like a little patio. Nook. Yeah, it looks like it's like the entryway of a of a building. No, this is my bedroom. Oh. Look at that. Nice. You see that huge wow. hot tub? Bathtub. There's a bathtub. This this apartment's weird. There's a bathtub in my bedroom, but the closest toilet is like a five minute walk. <laughs> what? <laughs> Like you have to go, I have to go through like four or five doorways to get to the closest toilet. But there's so like a hot tub. In the, are you just piss, pissing in the tub each morning? I'm not going to disclose what, where I've been pissing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, what if you got to wake up in the middle of the night to go? Yeah, it's an issue. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it, dude. Apparently, we, we 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 did get some heat for 
for talking about our uh, pissing off the bike last week, apparently. Wait, we did? What do you mean? I, I got a few messages that of people that were like, yeah, you probably shouldn't shouldn't be advising people on how to pee in public places. No, That's what I mean, we're trying to tell Drew. Was I know. it not? Yeah, if he um, makes that video, Project what Dizzle is, what Collective is, has joined the chat. <laughs> Project Dizzle Collective with no I'm vowels. <laughs> so we so gravel of you. Peak we can gravel. start now. And Peak I put gravel. a letter. Why did your microphone have to in come in from the top? Why can't you just have it sit because, on a desk? Because I'm pro. <laughs> like, how much assembling did you have to do to get this thing? Like, none at all. To drop in in front of God, your face. Yo, so Dizzle, there when are. I'm done, there, all I got to do is. I'm done. So Dizzle, there are people concerned <laughs> about your piss your your piss video. They're con- they're concerned that you're telling people to do something illegal. Just exactly what we were telling you yeah. last week. The Bonk Bros yeah. legal team advised us not to not to talk about that anymore, and especially not to put out a video. Oh, and so the first thing we decided to do was talk about it on this episode. We're talking about no, how we I shouldn't talk about it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a Gatorade bottle next to your uh next to your bed there, Scott? No, you can't even sell my bed. You're making this up. You're making this up. They don't have Gatorade in Europe. <laughs> yeah, they got a did, did, did you see that clip of Lionel Sanders, how he he doesn't stop to pee when he's on a trainer ride? He'll just uh piss in a water bottle. Still said eat, that his that is exactly what Tyler was referring to, you doofus. He sent that in the group text. <laughs> Gosh, catch up, dude. That was equal yeah, parts disgusting it, and impressive. See, that's, he said that his that, record that's was totally like, fine. Three hundred. That his record watts. was like three hundred and sixty watts while pissing. What? Yeah, I'm yeah. like, why? Why are you doing three hundred and sixty watts while pissing? Like, if you're doing an interval, just wait until the interval's over and then piss. Because every second matters, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> when when he's in Kona, man, he can't decide when he wants to pee. He's just got to go. Yeah. What I don't get though is like he's not peeing into a bottle when he's racing. So why is he not? Why, he should just be peeing his chamois while he's training. What, like his onto his carpet? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> if he's on the trainer. He's in his house, right? Yeah. 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 True. That dude only rides the trainer. And he like only swims and, in an infinity pool and only runs on the treadmill. What? What? So can explain to me why triathletes are so obsessed with r- riding indoors instead of outdoors. Are you wearing a buff right now? Do you have dude, a buff? Dude, dude, are you just randomly? Are you just Yo, randomly wearing a buff in your house, dude? If we, what are you wearing? If we spend any more time talk i'm just gonna i'm just gonna unbutton this so you guys don't have to there talk about oh, it anymore. okay there, okay <laughs> there just, we go whoa. i want to see my head a buff around your neck i'm like what the heck are you doing just want to see my neck so bad I, was, I, thought so was, I thought he was trying to be steve jobs over here for the podcast viewers dylan's got one of those north face jackets on that has like the black shoulders right it's like chest and shoulders on it like windstop mm-hmm. material there, so I wow. see what you're doing, Dylan. It's okay. Yeah, your mom probably bought you that <laughs> that that sweatshirt, didn't she? That's she did, that's, dude, for Christmas. That's way, <laughs> that's way more fancy than the clothes that I see you buying yourself. Uh, like I sure. wouldn't, uh, you would. I don't think I'd see you buying a sweatshirt like that at the store. But you would wear it if your mom gave it to you. 
Yeah, my mom did give it to me. That's why I'm wearing. Yeah, it. I would wear it if wow. my mom gave it to me. Yeah. I nailed it. I'd That's put that so in my good. box of clothes. <laughs> yeah. that I care. Mom, me. hey mom, if you're listening, give me one of those sweatshirts. <laughs> yeah, I just won't button it up mom. like Dylan. Yeah, Dylan's mom. I want one too. Dude, remember when we were on a roll? We had like all the mommies hitting us up. It was like there was like four episodes in a row. We kept getting messages from moms. Yeah, yeah, probably mom's pretty plugged in. Probably Dylan's mom are. will comment comment on my videos sometimes. It's awesome. Like I love really? it. Really? Or if on yeah, YouTube or. or Either or maybe it was on Instagram, but she'll like message me. I'm like, oh, like she's really nice. I like your mom. Is mm-hmm. it your DIY videos? Um, I don't remember. I just remember that she's like, she's. She's like, man, I wish on... my son knew how to do stuff around the house so he could upkeep the house he's staying in. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, okay, DIY is on like the DIY is the last thing that I would ever do. Just Don't even know how to do anything around the house. <laughs> Yeah, it's very true. It's uh, it's surprisingly pleasant to to complete a DIY project. Okay, it just yeah, it's just not super pleasant for your spouse when you're taking three months to finish said DIY project. Yeah, yeah, true. Yo, what's the uh, what's the deal with BWR now? Like they're I'm taking out it. all the single. Tr- Which ones? California. California. Dude, your mic sounds so horrendous. It's unbelievable. He doesn't have a mic. He's just got... <laughs> I have a mic. Oh, my you God. Do? My ears. Oh. Every time he talks, Scott. <laughs> Is it working? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, works, it works you... fine. Maybe just don't yell. <laughs> no, I was, I was more so talking... I was more so talking about how uh, BWR is now taking out all the single track sections of their races. No, okay, that's yeah. an exaggeration. They said they're going to tame it down a little bit, which which sounds this, like they're going to take out part of the single track. Which the, which the screenshot they, I agree the screen the screenshot that you sent about the Utah race said there will be no single track sections or something. I did not say that, dude. You don't. You just browse. You're like you're like the prototypical social media person that just glances at things and doesn't actually read it. That is not what the thing said. All right, we'll bring it up and see what it, and, I'm and read it. I'm trying to find it. There's no, no books in the background here. We so have created a new route. Oh, well. Oh! <laughs> read it, dude. Read it. <laughs> this is terrible. We have created a new route that won't have crazy single track sectors. Oh, dude, who's this? A dynamic array of different but rippable unroad spiciness. Okay, who you were right? Who's the guy who just browses out If they take out all of the single track, that Utah race goes from fun to not fun. Like the single track was the funnest part of that entire race. Why would they do that? That's stupid. Yeah, I mean, the the single track in the Utah race is probably the most technical single track in all of the BWR races. It's it's it, if the whole race was like that, I I don't even think you would want a hardtail mountain bike. I think you just straight up want a full suspension mountain bike. But it was fun. We should they need to keep that in there cuz that No, I mean like I'm in agreement. I'm in agreement. That was totally the highlight of the race. Uh, you take that out and it's just a a bunch of chunky gravel roads and like rocks yeah. flying everywhere. And yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's I mean, too many ro- too many roadies. I mean, it's it's, it's too too much like gr- just gravel racing. 
I said this to somebody the other day. <clears throat> like, if people are complaining about the race being too difficult, they're probably on to something. Like, it, people sign up for hard things. So when people complain saying it's too hard, they're probably it's probably a good thing. And I think sometimes people just complain. Like, there are complainers in the world that are always going to complain no matter what. And you, you can't just live to satisfy those people. Hey, screw the complainers and just keep doing the BWR races the way they are. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that, <laughs> yeah, dude. I think that BWR's brand has kind of been underbiking. And the way that they achieve that is by having these courses where it's extremely hard to pick the right bike because you've got everything from paved road to, really aggressive single track that you would want a full suspension mountain bike for you know and and everything in between so if they're taking out one extreme then i don't know it's kind of like it's kind of like it doesn't even feel like a bwr race anymore because every bwr race i've i've been to that's what you can expect do you think it's it's a liability issue like are are people getting getting hurt out there i don't don't think man it's not like they're they're not putting in downhill sectors it's just all technical mountain bike sectors. I've only I've only done one BWR race. It was the Arizona one. Yeah. Also, mountain bike racing has existed for long before gravel racing is without a problem. So well, I know, but the problem is when you call it a gravel race and then you force people onto mountain bike trails, it's like mm-hmm. I mean, it's no longer mountain bike. It's no longer gravel. It's kind of you're on the wrong equipment, like you're talking about. Yeah, but that's cool. Yeah, that's fun. I agree. I, mean, that I, I think every race should be like that. Wouldn't that be better than cars? <laughs> true. Yeah, that's that's true. True. yeah but that's true. yeah okay but so you're saying that bwr should take out 70 percent of their courses which happens no, but on the, the road. single track sections are probably the safest part of it i think what scott's I, I getting at is that. that is that if you're talking about safety the paved sections are actually more dangerous than the mountain bike I, sections yeah i agree with that especially because they don't do like any road closures or anything like you're on freaking highways with open roads mm-hmm. Adam, are you doing Arizona this year? No. Bummer. Doing Mid-South, though. Stuck for that. All right. Single speed. What's up? Yeah. Dude, I went. I did my first single speed training ride the other day. It was Tyler, sick. are you coming to the Mid-South? You live, like, right there. You could just pop on over. I was yeah, I was planning on it, but, you know, yeah. we haven't done any coordinating, so. Do you have your single <laughs> speed set up yet? It's, like, two months away. We got plenty of time. <laughs> I'm going to get a text, like, the week of. Hey, are you coming? <laughs> you coming? Yeah, yeah, probably. Scott, you coming? No, I'm not coming. What? <laughs> when oh, is it? Scott's not coming. Actually, not coming. I don't even know it's, when it is. It's four out of five. Like March four 17th or something? The, four out of five no. of the Bonk Bros going to be there? I'm Scott, not I think out of, out of all the gravel races in the U.S., this is probably the one that you would have the best chance at winning because it I usually know, comes down to a sprint. all the time. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right, well, I'm just I'm letting you know for the hundred. <laughs> all right what all right. are you what race are you doing um i don't even know Let me check my schedule i think hey, it's actually the same us. weekend as your is your golf outing give us an update on uh Mallorca. i uh i watched some video on youtube that showed the last 30k of some race in Mallorca, and i think i saw tyler stites in the main peloton but i didn't see any other echelon jerseys you didn't see scott sprint scott to 10th place the road dude he was top 10 <laughs> No, nah, this was the one. Okay, it must not have been that one because I saw this was the one where there were two guys off the front and one of the guys slid out in like one of the last turns. Oh yeah, I did that one, but I did not finish. It was hard. Okay, yeah, 
Yeah, the, the main group was really uh, small. Maybe you shouldn't race gravel then. <laughs> Can't handle your bike. So you got 10th in one of the races? Yeah, but everybody yep, sat up and just let Scott get there. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Was, was that the day that Lamperti was, uh, did the lead out for the French dude? No, no. I think, uh, I think Luke flatted. He was going to sprint on the last day. This was the last day. He was going to sprint, but oh, I think he flatted. Gotcha. So how many races? So in the last done? kilometer, I saw three crashes, two derailers dragging on the ground, uh, and a couple flats. <laughs> what? Jeez. <laughs> Why? Just all the over there. Insane. It was insane. Is people what being antsy or what? Well, we did like the course, like you finish on these circuits, and in the last K, you did like over a 90 degree right hand turn. Like maybe 100 meters later, you did a full U turn and then into like a really fast downhill left hand sweeper with like 500 meters to go. Hmm. So I thought you guys were supposed to be good at People just be your dumping bikes. their bikes in all the corners. Well, I don't think it's that. It's more everyone runs into each other because you're all trying to get to the same place first. Mm. So then derailers yeah. shear off of So how many times bikes. did you have to do that circuit? Like five or six. Okay. So the end was just insane. So yeah. everyone knew what was coming, yeah. Did you oh, get yeah. your aerial bike? Yeah. I have an aerial bike, yeah. He was on the Cannondale. Okay. <laughs> is it made of is it made of plastic <laughs> or metal? Made of carbon. So plastic. Sure. Does it have exposed cables? <laughs> Uh, Ooh, yeah, not as bad oh as yours, though. God, Touchy subject. <laughs> I heard people in the Peloton talking shit about your bike. <laughs> about <laughs> my bike? I don't even race road, dude. Yeah, everyone's talking like, dude, this guy Dylan Johnson's his bike is just trash. <laughs> Can't believe dude, I have angry, the cables suck. <laughs> I have People never seen speak English, dude. I had to get Hugo to translate. These Spanish guys were talking <laughs> shit. Wow. Hugo had to translate dude, I, for me. I have never seen so many people up in arms about exposed cables in my life. Yeah, because if that was anybody else's bike, you'd be, like, angry at them for running exposed cables. Yeah, imagine you'd be, like, if pissed <laughs> off at them, even though you don't have to run it. I think it was mostly just, like, the, like the angles of the cables just seemed all funky. Okay, so a photo before you put the cables through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what what I'll say about that is that I would definitely prefer the cables to be internally routed, obviously, um, because if they're internally routed, they're more aerodynamic. But if the cables are gonna be external, like you have to look at that head-on shot. Like what they did is they made the cables go directly behind the bar. The rear cable you can't even really see from the head on shot. Um, so like I said, I would prefer the cables to be internally routed, but if we're talking about aerodynamic external cables, I feel like that was almost the best solution that they could have possibly come up with. Dylan, I know you're like, you're not into DIY stuff, but have you ever heard of a Dremel? (laughs) I'm not not Dremeling carbon. (laughs) You can go get a Dremel for $30 at your local Menards. Look, it's use coupon, look, I'm use I'm coupon in, code raddaddizzle <laughs> to get fifteen percent off <laughs> your Menards order. And I'm I'm into mar- I'm into marginal gains, but it's not worth my fork cracking in half and then my right, face. All right, going I do into have a gravel. legit I do have a legit question. This is a legit question mm-hmm. regarding me and my Dremel on my bike. I'm not going to drill holes in my bike, but oh, what wow, if I you're actually going to Dremel your bike? No, I'm asking. <laughs> yeah, my bike has yeah. all of these little. Um, screw holes for all these mounts which i'm not Mm going to use a single one of them 
can I just okay. shear those things off and then just paint over it and make it like like a, the normal part of the frame? Or is that like is that compromising? So it has I, like an so already set in. What do you mean? There's shear already them off? like you, there's already like a hole in the frame. Can I somehow remove all of those little holes and just cover them up? So they're just they're it's called a rivet. They're riveted in there, and yep. you can just break the rivet and remove the whole thing. I would do that. Is, I wouldn't. I wouldn't try to shave off like the crown of it because then it's just gonna the backside's just gonna fall into your frame. Yeah, and then you're gonna be right, super okay. hosed. Why are you? So how do I get them out? Shear off rivets. There's literally like twenty on my bike. Yeah, but I I, why are you up. trying to shear I, them off? Probably. Are you like, worried about the weight or like the exposure, the weight, like aerodynamic? The weight and the look. It just doesn't even look cool. I have like twenty pieces of electrical tape just like all over my bike right now, trying why don't to cover you just all put these like, holes. Why don't you just put little plugs in there? Like little um, rubber plugs. That seems like it would tape. look even worse. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out if there's like get an easy way where I can just like frame color. make make these look like you haven't even posted a picture of your new bike yet. They weren't. Yeah, dude. yeah I know. It's coming. I was building <laughs> well, up last he's night. Too, I was like, man, there's he, way he, more holes. He's in this too thing embarrassed than because it's got too many holes in it. Send me a picture of it. I want to see. I'm not embarrassed. I am. I want to see these holes that I'm riding this year. I just don't. I just. I just don't think it needs that many mounting mounting holes. I, I am. I mean, I mentioned this on my post about my bike. I the fact that all these supposed race gravel bikes have all these mounts for every possible rack and fender is yeah. so annoying. <laughs> don't maybe do that. That's, maybe that's has that where too? no, his doesn't. Right? Oh no, mine doesn't have any rack or fender mounts. Yeah, so I don't think State is calling this a racing bike. I don't know, because they just call it a carbon okay. gravel bike. So I don't know if it's – maybe sure. maybe in the future they'll come out with a more race-specific where it won't have all these mounting holes. But for somebody who's using this bike for racing, I'm like, man, I don't need all these holes. I, all right, of I the guess population the, of people that ride gravel, what percentage of people are putting all these racks, racks on their bikes racks anyways? Racks and fenders? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who is putting racks and yeah. fenders on and their they, bike? They make racks and fenders that you can just mount to the frame. You don't even have to use these bolts and stuff. Right. Like, I, I, bet a large, <laughs> I bet a large percentage of state bike owners actually do use mounts and stuff. For what? I don't know. What are I they carrying? That? They can't I, just put I, in the backpack have you for like a couple hours. Have you Instagram? The people who I ride large, these bikes usually aren't like us. Uh, I think a large person... Their their bucket is more or like they're more focused on the fun than they are the the marginal gains, mm. which there's nothing wrong with that. We gotta have fun, sure, dude. Yeah, but they also make don't they make like high performance like fixie race bikes and stuff? Mm. I don't know if a fixie race bike is high performance. Yeah, I've never heard of a high yeah, performance. I guess that's fixie. true. <laughs> that's that's a, that's a very accurate statement. I don't know. I'm looking at their Instagram. They make a fat bike. So yeah, I, I think that the, the first first fat bike. I think that the you know a lot of people use gravel bikes as like off road touring bikes. Or I don't want to say a lot of people because I don't think a lot of people do. But there is a con- contingent of people that I guess use gravel bikes as off road touring bikes. Um, I guess that I guess that what I would prefer is that those just be two completely separate categories in, instead of trying to make this this gravel bike fit every possible niche. You know what right. I mean? Um, Drew, wait, I, is it the, they don't even have, I, I can't even find, is your bike metal? 
No, it's Carbon. Oh, he's muted. <laughs> I, they don't even have a picture of it on their on their Instagram. What are you looking at? I'm trying to find your bike frame, but they don't have one on here. Oh, they well, have all kinds metal of pictures ones. of it on there. It's called the All Road, the All Road Carbon. It's usually like black. It's got oh, it's some All Road red I, and I yellow. I looked at and that. Orange. I just assumed that meant it was a road bike. <clears throat> no, no, that's their gravel bike. All road <laughs> means it can be on all roads, including gravel roads. Okay, so maybe so is, maybe BWR heard that you were going to be on a road bike this year, so they tamed down the courses so that you'd still come. <laughs> Me. What is unroad? I don't. <laughs> unroad is what BWR calls all road for gravel. It's marketing mumbo jumbo for no reason. <laughs> oh, dude, I found it. There you go. It's yeah. building up last night. You guys are going to be so, so proud of the, how I built it up. Yeah, dude, there's a lot of <clears throat> pimples on this bike. Why? You can, <laughs> pimples, that's a good, that's, that's, yeah. The, when I, when I post a picture of how I built up my gravel bike right now, people are going to be like, you hang out with Dylan way too much. It looks like a total what? Dylan. Why? It looks like a total Dylan build. I'm like putting t- wheels on this thing and I'm like, oh my gosh. I would have never done this if I weren't friends with Dylan. Like, Is it literally super deep have, wheels or what? It would have never crossed my mind. I'm doing what right. I've been talking about. I put, I got some 650B wheels for it. That's what came with oh. it. Um, I've got a gravel suspension fork with 2.2 I mean, I'm not a fan tires. of 650B wheels. Wait, so. Are you using the? I know, but it's got the. The, but I, the only reason I did branded that, wheels. No, no. I've got, they sent me some wheels just to try out okay. some 650B, and so they've got uh, and it, but they have the 2.2 <laughs> Conti Race Kings on them, and I'm like, what the heck? Like this is, and it's got aero bars, like the aero flat top bars or whatever not like okay everyone cars. does that everyone does that now yeah i know but Every, it's pr- new to me pretty much everyone has it's new to me to have aero road bars and then mountain bike tires with a, a suspension fork like <laughs> oh you've got this looks like fork? It, and just and just for giggles i slammed my seat as far forward as it would go just to <laughs> don't okay do that. we also dude, we also need a, I we also need to kidding. talk about <laughs> i did i did not do that but i had two people screenshot that and send it to me Asking I know. me why is Dylan's seat so far forward? Yeah. I'm like, dude, dude I don't know. Short thing. femurs, like I feel like why I feel you, like I need to clear care? this up. Oh, dude, I feel like I need to. Cool. This is this is Scott Piercefield on the their announcement of their new road bike. Oh, you know him? Yeah, dude. Nice. Scott's okay. Man. I feel I feel like I need to clear this up because the amount of people they were there were two things that people were freaking out about my bike. They were freaking out about the cables and they were freaking out about the seat. I don't know why they yeah. were freaking out about the seat because every bike I've ever posted in my life, the seat is as far forward as it'll possibly go. All of them. Um, so that's just where my seat needs to be for my leg dimensions. I guess I have short femurs. I've gotten a bike fit before. What would you do if you raced on the road? Because <clears throat> that seat position is illegal. Hmm. I, yeah, is it illegal? I mean, like it would, like it wouldn't fit the jig. Is yeah, that you, what you're saying? It has to be illegal. There has to be a certain amount of setback. When have I mean, I have a road. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> when they, I feel like you're far enough me? forward for them to check your bike. So I, I feel was, like they that, ch- check that more on TT bikes. I think so. Yeah. I think they the time is more on I think the time trial bike the the setback dimension might be different though. Mm-hmm. I think there's so, even Dylan, less. I'm curious. 
five centimeters behind the bottom bracket. Yeah, that's the road. That's the is that the same for TT? Okay, my saddle. But you would just never do that on a road bike. Like the tip, the tip well, of my saddle is still. Have behind you seen the Dylan's bike? Oh. It's in front yeah, of the. I have unfortunately seen Dylan's bike. Yes. <laughs> the, the tip of I'm your curious. saddle is like definitely grazing the vertical line of your bottom bracket. It's like right okay, there. All right. All right. Whatever. What? Um, I'm going to use a straight edge. I've heard that like when you're out. pedaling, if you were to stop pedaling with your pedal with your crank arms flat, your mm-hmm. the front of your knee should kind of be in line with your pedal spindle. That's like a bike mm-hmm. fish thing. I've heard. <laughs> and so like, and that's how you, you know, that's a good, that's a good measurement for like where you should put your setback is when your knee is in line with your pedal spindle. <clears throat> is that accurate, Adam? I know you do bike fits. Um, It's a little outdated. I would say modern bike fits. It's, they still refer to it as, yeah, it's cops knee over pedal spindle. Um, okay. but it's a little bit further, like back behind your kneecap. Now it used to be like the front of your kneecap was like in line with the pedal spindle. Now I'd say it's like a centimeter behind that. So you want your pedal spindle. So your knee is actually just going slightly ahead. Your knee is like, like just so your knee is going in front. in front of your pedal spindle. Just slightly. Yeah. So if anything, Dylan's like onto something cause his knees are probably over his pedal spindle. Right. I'm guessing. He's well, I'm, not, game. I'm not really. I, I'm, I'm not really. I mean, if, on if he got any... a bike fit and that's what the bike fitter told him, and Dylan doesn't have any issues, like run with. I mean, so, yeah, so, I wouldn't. So, so is having your knee it behind looks ridiculous, your pedal but Dylan doesn't care thing. about that. No, it just depends on your fit. Fit. Yeah. Okay. All right. So and uh, so keep I in mind too, to the... Dylan. If you if you used one of those like uh, snub nose saddles, your bike would look mm-hmm. totally fine. It's the fact that you have this like gigantic long saddle that makes it look more excessive. You got to get an ISM. Sure. Yeah, you'd, somebody, ISM you'd, you'd be within the five centimeters. Yeah, I just don't. I just don't really like the ISMs. I've Give tried another try. Yeah, I just, just no. Not you mounted it wrong. Yeah, I, I guess I mounted it too far forward. Yeah, five to eight <laughs> centimeters that, back from what you normally do. Yeah, that would make the bike look more normal. Somebody said Who this looks like a lot like. more. Yeah, I don't care what it looks bike? like clearly because of where I put my saddle. I clearly don't care. And because but, of where and he put his yeah, cables. And the exposed cables. <laughs> and just the look of that frame. Horrible. Horrible. <laughs> Dude, the, 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 uh, the handlebars are kind of cool, though. I like how they like slant oh, down like that. He paid like, I don't know why. $100 for those things. You paid for those? That's, that's yeah. how much handlebars cost, dude. I don't have a handlebar sponsor. Fr- he could have gotten some free ones probably that were not exactly what he wanted, but he paid $400 to get exactly what I he am wanted. Glad free ones least- from who? I don't have I'm, a I'm, handlebar sponsor. I'm glad that you d- you didn't go with that long dong aluminum stem and you actually put a carbon fiber stem on there. There was never going to be an aluminum stem on this bike. Scott was <laughs> Scott was <laughs> referring to the road bike. Oh. <laughs> Does this one have 140 mil Wait, stem so. too? It does look super long. It's you should have seen what yeah. Dylan was doing with these handlebars. I can't unsee that. We, we don't. Yeah, we don't. We don't need to know. Four hundred dollars for handlebars. Four hundred dollars is like how much handlebars cost. Every single brand that you go to, it's four hundred dollars for handlebars. I don't know what, unless you're buying like a round aluminum bars. I mean, I haven't paid retail for something like that in a long time, so I don't know. Yeah. I've never even thought about buying instead of handlebars. <laughs> what, what, what are these? 
It just says coefficient of something. Yeah, they're the brand is coefficient. So they the oh. drop the the hoods and drops are actually in the same place that they would be on a normal handlebar. It's just that it like the bar rises at first and then it drops down. So even though it looks like the bar adds drop, it doesn't add drop. It it oh really pretty much puts them in the same spot. What's the point? So of what's that, the point then? of that? Yeah. So I don't really know what the point of it is. I I wanted the bars because they had that integrated computer mount, and I thought that that would be easier to do the puppy paws position with. But I'm going to be honest, doing puppy paws on that bar is not easier. Um, and yeah, because I'm thinking, it's slanted, dude. Your 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 paws are just yeah. gonna slip off the bar. Well, they do they do make like they do make grippers for the tops, um, but yeah. Could you if argue that those the are arrow bar? extensions what yeah the i mean computer you know, it's an arrow bar i don't yeah I, I, you could argue that i mean i don't think that the lifetime grand prix is as stringent as the uci but you know we'll see i don't think you could <laughs> i don't think you could i don't know maybe the uci would figure out a way to call this an arrow bar but so apparently they're uci legal those bars yeah i would i would think so they're uci legal i think they just said something about how you can't grab the middle section of the bar that would be illegal grabbing the middle section yeah they look wild yeah i don't know if i'm going to use those bars like i said it's it's actually i thought that maybe puppy paws would be easier because you could kind of grab the computer mount but it's it's not really so i may swap those out aren't they also like super light too like super fr- like feel fragile they, in your they hands look super heavy uh they're about i mean I wouldn't say they're light or heavy. They're just kind of standard weight of a bar. Yeah, I can't remember the exact exactly how much they weigh off the top of my head, but they're not. Why aren't crazy your hoods light. tilted in? <laughs> they're they're tilted in a little bit. <laughs> not enough, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't tilt my hoods in as extremely as you do. I used to I used to hate it when people did that, and then I tried it, and it was sick. You see, this, made it uh, three, you see this 3D printed jig that they're using to check that now? Mm-hmm. No. S- Scott, have you seen it in person? Yeah. Well, uh, you no. <laughs> Do I have to have an opinion? You, you don't. That's fine. <laughs> if you don't have an opinion. <laughs> on, on the jig? You want my opinion about it? <laughs> Do you Please have not. a hot take about the jig? Tell us your feelings. No. I mean, no. All right. All right. Oh, okay. All right, that's fine. So what I thought about is like, couldn't you just run your hoods slightly loose, not like super loose and just move them? Oh, uh, the just move them while you're racing. Yeah. And then move them wow. That's pretty smart, dude. Except that <laughs> you didn't probably <laughs> hit a bump you. and your, and your hood would slide down or something. No, that's but you can like, an idea them, be. like they can be pretty yeah. tight. Yeah. Know? I know. I know yeah. what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. 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 Well, I, oh. I mean, I guess the question is, are companies going to start making, you know how some gravel bars, the, the drop area is naturally flared in. I'm yeah, not talking about, about I'm, I'm not talking about flared out like this. I'm talking about how the gravel bar itself, uh, the drop part is flared in. So in order to have your hoods in line with the drops, you would have to flare them in. Yeah. Otherwise, if you had your hoods in a straight position, they're actually flared out from where the drops I are. I think that's how Envy's bars are. Mm-hmm. Like they're road bars. So oh, yeah. is, is that... 
Or what? You could manipulate your bar tape so that the jig sits a little funky when you when they put the jig on there, and then your hoods would be more in. I want to see this jig. Where do you find that at? There's photos of search, it online. Search bar tilted in 3D printed jig. <laughs> <laughs> Not jog, yeah, I, idiot. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking of ways that they could get around that. You see what I'm saying? Like if you actually made a narrow road bar, but where the uh, the the drop part itself is tilted in. Wouldn't you want it tilted out? Why would you want it tilted out? So that the then the hoods could be farther in. Flared drops. No, no, you want no, no. It flared out. Yeah, no, 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 no. They flare out. This is what I'm. This is what I'm saying. Like the bars, the bars flare out, but then. I'm talking the 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 section where the hoods clamp to the thing? bar. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sure. The section Dawn. where okay. the hoods the sections where the hoods clamp to the bar is flared in. So, like, man, we're on a podcast, so no one can see what I'm doing with my hands. Well, but it's not the helpful at all. The- <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm yeah, I think sure. I, I think I, I I understand what you're saying, Dylan. Because okay. then if it's flared in, then this green piece that's on, like, the medial inside of the of the uh, lever is going to be further towards the center line of your bike, right? It's going to be angled in more, so it gives you a little more room to work with. Mm-hmm. I still think the move is just whacking them in and whacking them out. Because, like, say the guy comes up with the jig, <laughs> me, and measures my bike, and it, it doesn't pass, I'll just fucking whack them out, and it'll pass. It's not like a... sure. You don't need a tool to like change it. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the con- like, like, say you whacked it in in the race, and then they're like, "Oh, that's definitely illegal." And they come to you after the race, and you whack them out. What are they going to do? Do you guys I understand? Saw, I follow the degree with my eyes. <laughs> no, they can't do anything. Do you guys understand what they're talking about when they say that the the reason that they banned them is because it was inhibiting braking performance? Yeah, well, I think can't theoretically. Theoretically, if you're in the drops and then your hoods are way tilted in, then you can't reach the drop levers with your, or you can't reach the brake levers with your fingers. Why are you going to be in the drops anyways? The whole point of pointing them inwards is so that you can be in the tops and you're way more arrow. I mean, you know, hypothetically, if you're descending and you want more control in the drops. Then that's, that's your choice. I mean, like if you want to choose, you can also descend in the, in the like actual tops where you can't touch anything remotely close to your uh, brake lever. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think I think that yeah, they, they should, should stop. I, I think they should stop. They should also ban people are... descending with one arm behind their back, but they still do that. Doesn't that, that reduces do, your braking performance they, by do half. Do they do that? Do they? Have you, have you not seen that? <laughs> no. Dude, guys were, guys were doing this at Leadville, and it was like driving me crazy. They were, they were, <laughs> they descend with one arm behind their back to try and get more arrow. Is that more Have you arrow? not seen that? I mean, I guess it would be. It's like one arm instead of two arms is less from yeah, area. I can't believe you haven't seen this. <laughs> I, don't think I know you're going to go try it today. Bars. <laughs> so I, uh, my argument would be that uh, the tilting the hoods in is kind of an equipment thing. And I guess if they want to ban equipment things, I, I'm not necessarily for them banning t- tilting the hoods in, but that's an equipment related thing. I where I draw the line is where you're doing anything with your body to win the race. Why are you banning that? I'm talking specifically about super tuck and puppy paws. That's you doing something with your body to win the race, which is the whole point of racing. Like you're using your body to win the race somehow. 
by any means necessary. Well, then shouldn't they, should they not ban like punching other riders or something or using my body? (laughs) The new part of the ACL this year. Yeah, yeah, I guess if, when you take if, it to what if you just uh what if you started the race without a, a front brake and you just used your hand to slow down if you wanted to? It's using your body. What do you mean use your hand? Like you rub just grab yeah, your literally tire. front tire. Grab the front yeah. wheel with your hand. Reduces some weight. Some you should try that, Dylan. drag a little bit. <laughs> then you have one less exposed cable slowing you down. <laughs> True. You're saying all of this and you have exposed cables, Scott. Yeah, but nobody cares. <laughs> I don't want to think about your cables for some reason. Like those those Argon 18 bikes that you're riding have exposed cables, do they not? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, they do. Just not as bad. Like, are, are we talking about exposed as in as in like like not through the head tube? Yeah, so like that's the internal, that's the latest thing, right? Is internally routed all the way from the from the yeah, fully in, the head fully tube. internally okay. routed, meaning you can't see a cable at all on the bike until yeah, yeah. it comes out where it where it meets the brake. I Adam, pull up pull up the front end shot of my bike though. This is the point that I'm trying to get across. And we understand, but you posted the side shot. <laughs> it looks what ridiculous. Is this, so what is what is this video? What is this middle video? Wait, hold on. What middle video? What is this one? It's hard to see. It's just like different. Oh, that's just that's just like the team announcement for Felt United. Is that is that why you put Dizzle with a one? Because because yeah. because Dylan's <laughs> you finally you got and it. One TD. I was you wondering why you got put it. the one in there. I was like, usually they just yeah. cut out all the vowels. So for those for those listening, Drew put his name. As Did they not realize pro- that Project U was a vowel? Digital. It should just be knitted. <laughs> Drew put his name as Project Dizzle Collective, but with no vowels. So it's... And, rid- and the number one. And and the number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's, 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 the big, that's the big thing in gravel, right? Is to name your team that. something with no I vowels. I need to change that in Bike Reg as my official team name. Some some people so the team is called United, but some people thought that it was unwanted. Right. Untalented. That's what. I mean. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was uh, unwanted. All right, so the felt United team is it basically just jukebox, but with a different brand? Like who who's all on this um, team? I saw Adam Roberts on it. Yeah, it's just me, Adam Roberts, and Danny Shrewsbury. Oh, it's just you three. Yeah, it's just the three of us. You guys probably had plenty of budget to add one more dude. Come on. You guys left me out? I feel so unwanted. <laughs> what, Dude, then you wouldn't be on your sick state bike with all those pimples. <laughs> true, true. So here's the picture you wanted me to show? Annoying. Uh, it's like the... Yeah, okay, okay. The okay so really cabled route. I mean, it's okay. We're on a podcast. You don't need to keep showing showing things that the viewers can't see anyway, but... <laughs> What I'm tr- what I'm trying to you say just call is like them viewers or <laughs> listeners. What, what I'm trying to say is that if you look at the front end shot, which is all that matters in terms of aerodynamics, you you can barely even mm-hmm. see the rear cable. I think an aerospace engineer would argue about, it's not just the front end shot that matters. How are we still talking about Dylan's bike? Still, <laughs> we talked about your bike forever, and Dylan's is way more yeah. fun to make fun of. 
<laughs> yeah, we didn't even make fun of your bike, Drew. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you're that. Fun. When you're when no, you're I mean, when you're hitting up don't. that tour divide this year, man, you're gonna be so stoked on all those pimples. Yeah. <laughs> I actually had a friend of mine say that they ordered something on Amazon and Amazon sent them three random bike racks that wasn't what they ordered. And they were like, We don't know what to do with these. Do you want them? And I'm like, I guess. So now I have I have all these bike racks that I can mount to my Oh, bike so you rack. have bike racks that you can put on your bike with bike this, racks. This guy, he's uh, yeah. just trying to make True. it seem like someone accidentally dropped a bunch of bike racks, but he knows he secretly went into Amazon, bought some bike racks so he could <laughs> put them on his bike just to see what the hype was all about. <laughs> Yeah, you got me. I even ordered some baskets, too, to get in my true Dorothy Gale. Uh, Dude, that's my... what I'm talking about. See, like, everyone puts these burrito bags on the front of their bar. You can't open that thing while you're riding on gravel. Dude, you just need basket. an open basket, dude. You can grab <laughs> yeah. all of your snacks out of that thing. And then you can go grocery idea. shopping on your carbon race bike. Like, come dude, on. Dude. Like, a, a banana's got, like, 30 or 40 grams of carbs in it, man. You just put, like, a dozen bananas in that thing. You're, like, set yeah. for an Or instead of, like, instead of, like, animal cruelty stuffing stuffing your dog into your hydration pack you could put your dog right in his own little his own little basket right there like that, that is true yeah calling out Alexi. his own little it's like and then that way his own little sidecar that way if you accidentally like dump your bike and you're gonna crash like the dog has a chance of escaping mm. yeah yeah if you if you crash with him on your back you are squishing him big time big time <laughs> although i wonder if like yeah that's probably now they don't have to spray foam their their aero pack they could just put their pet they could just put your pet in your aero pack this is still one of the Dude, dumbest it's... things i've heard in a long time what the the spray foam thing or the pet in the back yeah the spray foam both oh spray <laughs> granted <foam. laughs> granted the, the the listener didn't say spray foam we were the ones that said spray foam no the, the listener the, said the whip cream. cool whip Whip cream, yeah. yeah, that's. I guess that's even cool whips. Okay, what about air or nothing? <laughs> and then this is all based on Dylan's wind tunnel test, where it's one to three watts savings. One to three, which if you're the, if that's the range, then there's so much error in there. Man, it could be negative one. Who knows? <laughs> sure all right i feel like all we've done today is talk about stuff we've already talked about i think we should just talk about something new all right did you watch uh, okay. the um uh, the video thing about the lifetime thing no i couldn't make <laughs> it through one episode bro yeah, me i either. wasn't even the first did Dude, you guys make see? It. they pulled out an alternate and i wasn't even the first alternate i sucked I, that ooh. much i'm not surprised it, if the honestly look drew i don't want to hurt your feelings man but Come i think on, that, just, i think it. that if her, I think that if five, I think that if five more people pulled out of the Grand Prix and they had to pull in five more alternates, I still don't think you would make it in. Damn, and it's not, it's not be, it's not because you're not deserving. It's not because you're not deserving. I think you are deserving. I just don't think you have. I looked at, I looked at the people who applied and and, followers. True, and and I just don't think you have the the results for it yet because you're new to gravel. Who is the alternate? I Truman Glasgow. Truman Glasgow. I don't know who that is. Never heard of him. <laughs> He's a kid out of Utah. He's solid. He he won Park City point to point last year, which is like a pretty yeah. cool. That's well, a really bike great. race. The Utah crowd was pretty stoked about it. So, um, yeah, but think about uh, how Utah. stoked the Kentucky crowd would be if I got it. <laughs> yeah, Dude, you guys oh, like not. three people. Internet. <laughs> Come on, they'd be way more stoked if you got into like you know like stock car racing. <laughs> 
Heck yeah, brother. <laughs> okay, I want to I want to hear why you guys couldn't make it through an episode of The Call of a Lifetime. I haven't started I'll tell you watching why, it. I haven't ridden the trainer yet. I'll tell you why. I started I I made it like a minute and 45 seconds in and they still it was still like all these intro clips about how badass this is and how it's all awesome and I'm like, "Well, like get to the actual fucking race or like some coverage of it, you know?" And I couldn't even make it 2 minutes. In. Homeboy Dylan was in the he, with his his stellar uh, thirty second dude, attack off the front, dude. That we need awesome. to talk about that. Do you? And are you Adam aware was in it too? I uh, I I got like ten people that messaged me saying that I was in it. I didn't even know that was you, and then I saw in huge letters Sabin from the back of your hoodie, and I was yeah, like, dude. "Hey, you see me in the pits, man? I was I was hella good at the pits. Sweet. They they I, must they got to know who we are. They put us in the movie." Just the like uh, listening to no, people they, they, talk. They put they put us in the movie just to make fun at us. They knew Dylan's hero move was like just going to drive all kinds of people crazy, and then they put me hey. because they were like, "This is where this guy should be on the sidelines." Dylan, I, I remember you saying like, "I wish somebody had gotten video of me going from first to fortieth, and they did. They did. I watched. They, it. I know. I replayed. They did. I replayed it two. Or they three, did. I replayed it two or three times because I'm like, where is he? And I had to like keep going further and further back. And I'm like, oh, there he is in thirty. This place. is one of those and moments was, where like, I could see so like bad. if their camera guy wasn't a cyclist and didn't know anything about bike racing, I could see them like behind the camera being like, oh, this is sick. This dude's gonna win like from the line. And then all of a sudden they just like sees him getting like woof, golfed by the entire field and be like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's not the move. Dylan, are you okay? Are you having PTSD from this? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm glad. I'm yeah. glad that somebody. I'm glad that somebody got it on camera so that it doesn't just sound like I made this whole story up. Because up until now, I'd seen no footage of it. So, so did you watch all the videos, Dylan? How did you not know uh, that anybody watched, wasn't behind you? Like, how do you not know? Like, that's what you I was had to know, uh, dude. That we you were off the front. I feel like we spent a whole podcast and episode talking about why And there should have been something in your brain saying, maybe I shouldn't do this. I feel like that, we spent... for some like, reason look, in man. your brain, that just didn't click. You were like, so you know what? I'm going to keep like doing I've, this. I, I have explained this numerous times, but the year before I know, we went... Now that we've actually, I know, but now that we've actually seen it, like just because the race <laughs> happened one way the year before doesn't mean it's going to happen yeah, the same I, I, the I, year. I know. I learned that the hard way, so. <laughs> so i just the year before we went as hard as we possibly could from the time the gun went off to the time we got in the single track and i just assumed that it was going to be the same this year yeah but even I was if wrong. every even if everyone else went as hard as they could you still would have blown your wad like you did so like you you clearly went too hard mm-hmm. i'm not gonna lie though you do get street cred for being the first person to attack in the 2023 lifetime season and the reason yeah, i mention no. that is because in the in the in stage one of the tour down under the very first attack when it went from zero mile zero to the beginning of the race was quinn simmons and his national champ jersey and i remember thinking he officially is the has the first attack of the 2024 season and i was like that's kind of well cool. well not only that i mean this joke has been made i don't know a thousand times at this point but for about 30 seconds i was winning the lifetime grand prix series That's the whole true. series true yeah, yeah the whole series mm-hmm. yeah. wow he had keegan peeing his chamois off the line <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i just can't take it's it's like the the manufactured drama 
uh, which I understand is like, I guess like having watched it, you know how every race plays out. So it's just uninteresting to like, Mm -hmm. and I realize that's probably not who the series is built for, but it's just like everybody being like, this is going to be epic. It's going to start so hard. And then they cut to a scene of like everybody riding bar to bar. And it's like, what like what are you talking about? It's just the manufactured <laughs> drama just kills me. There's nothing exciting about the series. We all know who's gonna win. Like there's what think, stories Tyler, are there? Stop to being tell. a negative, Nancy. It is Do exciting. Think, Come on. We talk about it on every podcast. If it wasn't because, exciting, we wouldn't talk about it. Because we can review what's happening. Like this this is I texted you guys like this is gotta be the last year of the lifetime Grand Prix. Like Yeah, you're you're so negative, dude. Come on. How am I negative? This is what good have they the done? Score. What have they it done to like what do you the series? The Call of yeah. a Lifetime series? Oh yeah. No, 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 not the no 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 not the the series itself, not the YouTube thing. Yeah. I, okay. The caveat to that is it if they don't innovate in some way, if they don't do something different, it's gotta be like on the on the downward trend after that. Like dude, the same did you not hear my prediction for twenty twenty four? That's yeah, dude. Return of Cyclocross. That's how we're going. Yeah, and and I said lifetime has already peaked. Yeah, mm. yeah, I agree. I was just thinking about it. Like, there's there's no new races this year. It's the same people racing. Like, and people five, the five racers. Less people. Oh, five less people. Okay. Well, I mean, like we all know who's going to win, unless something dramatic happens that we can recap at that point. That was one of my hot takes, though. We might not know who's going to win. Yeah, your hot take was like, Keegan's only going to win three races. I'm like, that's still a lot of races, dude. And he's still probably winning the whole series. I think he'll win the whole series, but I think there will be a couple races that will be more interesting, at least. That is such a hot take, man. (laughs) What do you guys think of how they portray the characters of the or the riders i have to be really careful what i say Drew, you have to remember none none of us have watched people it. off oh i've watched the first episode <laughs> i only watched the first episode. yeah i mean i i think that watch this is the same <laughs> this is the same complaint that did, the formula one Scott drivers say? have about uh For sure. the drive to survive right. series yeah you know they're saying like hey we're not this dramatic in real life they're just making this super dramatic so mm. that it plays well on netflix you know yeah yeah in real life, that's like, sure. but that's what they have to do i mean that's why people watch it right yeah yeah yeah, right and it's not built for like drive to survive is it was made to grab an american audience and bring them into watching formula one which it achieved that but like the and that's why i guess i i tried to caveat like my feedback on the lifetime call to call of a lifetime series is like we all watch it and so like hey you know this is more built for people who maybe didn't pay attention to the grand prix and don't know who these people are right like that's that is the caveat it's like if you pay attention every year or every year to every race you're just like yeah i already know what happens like this isn't interesting how many like like, in the how many non-news go ahead i just mean like in the interviews and stuff uh like none of the people were like funny or cool like I don't know. It just seemed like every I was it season two really or bad. season That's what I'm three? The episode Funnier one that cool. I just watched, there was nothing. It didn't seem. It just seemed like everybody's so focused on winning the stupid series that it's like that's all everybody ever talks about, and you don't ever like the most interesting character they have is Sarah Stern. 
I'll give her, I'll give it that. Like she's the, she's the one that everybody likes cause she totally is different, but like everybody else is like, I'm here to win. I'm here to win. And it's like, it just gets old hearing people say they're there to win. Like Alexi always talks about how he's going to win. And uh, Hannah Otto always going to talk about which she wants to win. And I'm like, like what else can't you guys talk about something else besides how bad you want to win this series? Like I just got, I don't know. It, I wasn't, I like at by the end of the end by the end of the first episode I'm like I don't like I don't I don't think I like the way they portrayed these people. I don't know. Like I don't they could have showed more of their personality. Okay, for sure. I so I don't know. I will but. say I the the lifetime videos they have more viewers than I thought they would. Um so last year looks like the the biggest viewing was on Unbound, 181,000 views. Drive to Survive, though, on average, gets 6.8 million viewers per episode. Well, yeah, I mean, we can't compare them to Netflix. <laughs> we can't, you know, I know. That's Netflix probably show. <laughs> I know, I'm yeah. just saying, for comparison. So, but, it, but it's bigger than I thought, because I, I was just curious. So this year, so uh, far, they've gotten like 30,000, 60,000 on the first video, but only 30,000 on the rest of them. So See, that's what I was going to point out, is the drop-off between the first episode and the second episode, half. Yeah, it it, so it's bad. because they it's because they made the mistake of releasing all seven at the same time. That's not what you do. I, they should have consulted me. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah. Did you get interviewed? I think this I year think what all? they're trying to do is like induce people to like binge them all, but you're not going to sit down yeah. and watch the entire series. That that take like three hours. Mm-hmm. They did interview me at Sea Otter, but I watched the Sea Otter episode and they didn't include that. So of Maybe course, they, they might have used. <laughs> <laughs> did you tell them did you tell them how bad you wanted to win and how it meant everything to your life journey you were willing to no, lose everything that. on the start line to try and win see that's that's probably why they didn't include my interview because i i can't remember exactly what i said but more or less what i was saying is like oh man i was such a dumbass on that start and they probably it probably didn't add to the drama that you know that i thought well, of sure. myself as a dumbass yeah, you're not telling them anything new. <laughs> Damage. Yeah. I mean, it's again, it's like we watch it and we all know how it plays out. And to your question, Project uh, Dizzle Collective, I, I like, I agree with you. It they're all there and they're just like stating the obvious. Like, yeah, I I, I want to win, and it's like, yeah, like why show up to a bike race if you don't want to win? If you're just there to participate. Like, it's just... Yeah, no shit you want to win. <laughs> exactly. It's like, what, what are you talking about? Like, what else do you want to do? Why else are you in this? Like, oh, to get a paycheck and be a pro bike racer? But, like, where's the interest in that? Like, if people were honest or they showed something else than, like, super serious bike racer, it might be interesting to get to know, like, yeah. different characters, right? That's why Drive to Survive is interesting because you have these different drivers who have different personalities and, like... Why do people love Daniel Ricardo? Because he's just like a prankster and is just like mm-hmm. a yeah. funny, a funny Yeah, we guy, need a prankster. Right? Like they need, they need to, like last year, like they, Carrie was in the series last year. And if they, if they don't capitalize on Carrie's sense of humor, that's going to be a huge like miss, I think. Like I think, they yeah, or, huge, yeah, like, like I think Carrie would have been great for this. Like his, his personality is like awesome. Or like they don't, they don't highlight any like rivalries at least not that they like will like they don't highlight any rivalries. They just like highlight the racers against each other. Right. But 
That's it. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I that's part of what the drive to survive does is is like you can see like there's inner team rivalries. They're like talking shit about each other. Like that's what you want more of. Yeah, we want to see so the. You want it to be more dra- dramatized than it already. No, is. I want to see behind the scenes. I don't want yeah, like, like not people telling like, me. Make oh, it I don't want artificial. Shit. Yeah, make it drama, not but just about the winner. Like all it's talking mm-hmm. about is who's going to win, who wants to win, and it's focused right. on that. Like show some of the more in depth nuance of like, oh, actually, we got like Dylan, Dylan Johnson, and Lance hate it fighting for top fifteen, and because if they don't right. get top fifteen, they <laughs> yeah, might not make it into the series next year. Like there, there's mm-hmm. a story there. That was and right. that was the drive to survive. They focused on the mid pack in episode in series in the first part of the series, right? So it's like, yeah, okay, you have Mercedes, you have Red Bull, like they're all at the front. We don't need to focus on them. We need to tell the stories right. of the totally. battle at the back and in the, like, yeah. of the midfield and how much exactly. money that means. Not right. like let's interview Keegan and Keegan's like. Yeah, I yeah. just ride hard, and people are like, oh, and, "You just ride." And hard. every wow. episode is that re- repetition. It's like maybe and, you have a whole episode about this whole other backstory that's happening, not focused on the front. Yeah, yeah, I think right. That's you what it you means. can watch an entire season of Drive to Survive and not even know who won a race. Like you never get exactly. to see like who the, who won the race. Whereas that's the true. Lifetime kind of takes the opposite approach, and I think they made a mistake by. Mm-hmm making the announcement of like top 15 get back into the series they made that announcement like right before big sugar or whatever they should have they should have had that as a known thing the whole season and then you're you're following that the whole time you're trying to well yeah you're looking yeah, at the people adam, who win I the mean, race sure yeah that, but adam that makes sense but you have to also give them credit like th- that was only their second year so like maybe they didn't even think of that until halfway through the season you know that you can't announce that though before the last race. It's just like so. You're saying that, they should have just not announced. They should have just all. not even done that, and then just okay. saved it for this year. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, it still really is in like its infancy f- stage. Like it's this is only its third year. I'm sure they're learning way. Like every year, they're learning a bunch. I guess. Like you're yeah. Just I, mean, I don't think you want to get into the fucking serious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in the series, and they don't listen to this podcast. Because you don't want to win bike races, Dizzle. Oh, uh, this is the new Formula One. No, it's not even close. I will say, I never said that. One of one of the similarities. <laughs> so, what if I want to be in this series? You want to race World Tour? Is that just as silly? Like, no, we all have aspirations. Like, come on. But why do you want to be in the series? I'm not going to make fun of you because you want to be in the World Tour. Why do you want to be in the series, cool. Dizzle? <laughs> well, I think I think this is cool. Well, I think that's the problem. Dizzle, tell me, why do you want to be in the series? Well, I think I'm okay with not being in the series, but I just want to race. I just want to race those races. <laughs> like I'm so, excited. I'm excited to race against the people who are going to be at these races because it's going to be like a lot of fast people. If you yeah. show up to a BWR, yeah. a BWR a BWR race, you don't know who's going to be there. Like, yeah. So what if I got third at Mexico, but who was there? You know what I mean? Like to go to these races and race fast people. Like that's why Scott wants to be in the world tour is to race fast people. Right. Like I don't want to just keep winning local races. Yeah. But you can, I mean, you can still sh- rock up and, and do those events. You just have to, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think I'm yeah. okay with not being in the series now. I think there's okay. just something to be said. Like mainly it's for sponsorship. If you can say, Oh, I'm in this exclusive series lifetime or right. whatever that opens up doors. But besides that, it doesn't really change the way that I'm doing my season or anything like that. I wonder does being in the series still, how many doors are still being opened by being in the series versus like having to win one of these big races to open up those opportunities. Like it used to be. Oh, I mean, if you win one of the races, it's like a no brain. Well, I know. But I mean, that, that's always like me. Getting into the, 
you're going to get into the series would be something to tell my sponsors. Like right now, what am I telling them? Like, well, like oh, the I'm first two seasons, something. it seemed like just getting into the series was enough to like mm-hmm. get pretty good sponsor support. Yeah. I'm wondering like moving forward, mm. is that still going to be the case or are now companies and brands like going back to the original, like, ah, we want, we want you to, you know, you're either like winning big races or you're an influencer, but like just being part of the series, especially like, I mean, Dylan was 16th in the series and he didn't even get showcased in the, the call of a lifetime whole video series. But that's a, and that's a story that they should like pick up and not cause I'm biased or contractually obligated to, you know, <laughs> Uh, watch Dylan <laughs> YouTube, but like, <laughs> like yeah, someone like that who's right on the cusp of like the cutoff. And again, they they mentioned it before the last race as the top fifteen were going to get in, etc. Like, despite that, but that's something that's like a level of drama that I would follow. Like, who are these people who are right on the cusp of like being guaranteed entry to next year? And right. like, that's a tight battle. Yeah, and that's and that's what I guess what I'm saying. Like, if if you're gonna if you're going to make being part of the series a value add for the athletes, then you have to do something to give all 30 for athletes sure. exposure, not yeah. just the top five. So that, that's, like, I guess that's where I'm, what I'm, what I'm getting at is like the way that they've been covering the series. Is that enough for brands and sponsors to be like, yeah, if you're part of the series, like, boom, we're going to, we're going to give you full support. Or if like they've seen kind of the content that's been coming out of it and they're like, ah, just being part of the series isn't enough. Like you've got to be top five, top 10. To For get sure, that because consistent coverage. Yeah, I mean, like, so you're in the series, you're in this exclusive series, and that's great. But to your point, like, you could, there's people on, and this might just be lack of my knowledge, but there's people that were in the Grand Prix who I don't even know, like, who they are. Like, I didn't, you know, see them on any results pages, didn't, like, they were just anonymous. And so it's like, where is the sponsorship value in that if you're not telling the stories of, all the people in the Grand Prix, you're focusing on Keegan and Alexi and like, that's it. It's just kind of like, okay. Like, yeah. So lifetime, if you are listening, we want to see a little more hype of the uh, underdogs in the back. Yeah, exactly. They're actually obligated to say that. (laughs) True. (laughs) Specifically around the 15 to 18 range. That's where we really want to focus. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of agree. Like the at the in the Big Sugar episode, it would have been. I and I haven't even watched the Big Sugar episode, so maybe they did this, but it would have been kind of cool to to maybe interview some of the people that were on the cusp of fit, you know, getting the automatic in, or people that were on the cusp of getting on the podium, like that tenth tenth place spot. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Because or like the people I mean, at the after rave, they were drinking their first White Claw. <laughs> right. <laughs> Because, you know, for example, in the, uh, the golf documentary where they like focused on the guys who were on the cut. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The cusp. Yeah. Like no, like yeah, the, the, the top line. 70 or whatever to make the cut to, to play the yes. final round. Oh, and yeah. You get your paycheck gotcha. where if you go and you don't make the cut. You don't get anything. Yep. Right. Yeah. So, you know what, for, for example, you know what a kind of dramatic story in the last race was? Um, so top 10 get money. And on the cusp of being top 10 uh, was Coney and um, who was the other rider? Why am I blanking on his name right now? Lance? Andrew? No. Lestrance? No. Brady I like Lang. didn't focus on the marketing. One, and- no. Oh, yeah. Brady Why? Lang, wasn't it? No. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. no. Um, the, the guy from Utah, what's his name? 
Zach that doesn't Colton. have any sponsors. Zach Colton. Zach Colton. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I blanked on his name. Sorry about that, Zach. <laughs> so Zach Colton. Zach Colton and Coney were on the cusp of getting tenth place, and it was actually very dramatic how it played out in that last race. Um, Zach was ahead of Coney, and then was going to get tenth place and get the money, but then he got a flat tire in the last five miles. And Coney passed him, and he got his tire fixed, but he couldn't quite catch him. Like, a flat tire decided decided whether or not Zach Halton was going to get six grand. Yeah. And you and you helped, didn't you? Didn't you I, help? I helped. I, mean, I was also in the mix let's, there. But. <laughs> let's just, again, remind ourselves and our listeners. You were like, you were like this Coney, I'll help you so they you might, give me a cut. Maybe they did highlight that. that watch what I agree. <laughs> Dude. You know what's going to be hilarious is if they covered that story and then we just look yeah. like complete dumbasses. <laughs> look, I mean, the series has only been for like a day, so. <laughs> what is that one? That was the Big Sugar one? That was Big Sugar. So that's the last episode. So I probably won't yeah. watch that one for another, like, month at least. No, nah, I I'm watching you. Through. Wait, there's all only six talk- episodes. Wasn't there seven all, races? All they're going to talk about the Big Sugar one is that the one the homie toby won the race and he wasn't dude, even yeah there's the only six episodes holy crap the last one's 48 minutes long dude i was gonna say maybe i'll just pull it up real quick and skim through it but not if it's 40 minutes no don't do that no i'm not <laughs> but seriously they oh they skipped the rad or no what there the, here's the races there's sea otter there's unbound women's unbound men's leadville men's leadville women's and big sugar they skipped most. Oh of the wow! Okay, interesting. Wow. Huh. So okay, kind of. I lame. mean, I guess I guess they figured that would be more cost effective than going out into the middle of Wisconsin where no one lives. <laughs> I guess I guess, I guess Kansas is also in the middle of nowhere, but so is Leadville. They're all Monterey in the middle of nowhere except for closest yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh. Interesting. Only. Yeah. All right. Speaking of drama, who's your guys' picks for Worlds this weekend? Some actual good racing is happening. Are you being real? Um, <laughs> isn't there only one guy going? <laughs> yeah. Isn't there only like one person? I mean, I mean, there's more than all, there's more than the men's race. Of, avoiding but, all polls, I think the pole is going to win. I'm trying to think if there's polls on the Tabor on the Tabor course. There really aren't. They're far enough away so. from the course that should be fine. Isn't Tabor the the worlds where Vanderpool won as a first year U23? He skipped yeah. his entire U23 racing career and went straight from juniors to elites. And he no, won. they did no, they did one. They did, did one year. I thought. I thought they did one year U23, and then Matthew was like, "I'm going to elites." Nah. And then Wout most. Wout raced one year U23s, but Vanderpool's a year younger. Uh, okay. went straight from juniors to elites and and won as a night as like a 18 year old that was a good battle yeah, that was I a really was at, good race yeah i think it was at tabor yeah and it was wow it was like the beginning of the wow vanderpool era of like them winning the ever since then well i guess pitcock won that one year that neither one of them showed up <laughs> well besides uh, that year they've all, really only those up. two people have won since then yeah that was uh 2015 worlds right if I remember correctly, um, you're probably the only one who could remember correctly out of all of us. <laughs> 2015. So that means Vanderpool's been winning world well, championships for nine years. Considering I was there, uh, was, it, was there? it 2015? Were you yeah, on the sidelines? 
I was in the U23 race. Getting can you confirm that it was 2015? Probably. Yeah, that was my last year doing Worlds, I think. All right, cool. So Matthew Vanderpool made you quit racing World Championships? Is that what you're saying? No, he didn't even that. need to. He just, he just yeah. Yeah, he skipped right over I was my, my I was in my last year as a U23, and he was already racing the pro race as like well, an 18-year-old. Yeah, right. That was your chance, dude. Vanderpool wasn't even in that race. I know. Wait, are you the same know. age? Are you the same age as Vanderpool? Same age as Wow. Okay, dude, that's got to be tough, man. It's got to be tough. Like growing up, uh, like a buddy of mine is the same age as Blevins, and he said like growing up and going to mountain bike nationals was the hardest ever because like Blevins just dunked on everybody. Like you just mm-hmm. knew who was going to win every time you rocked up. So I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was the same with like all growing up. It was the same with Logan Owen. It was. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Logan Owen and Curtis White. That's the that's the that is literally the reason why Curtis White never won a, a national championship is because he always mm-hmm. had to race Logan and Logan always beat him. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Twenty fifteen, twenty fifteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one, twenty three are Vanderpool's championships. So this will How be number Wout one, six or number three. seven. Wout has three championships that okay. he's won uh this is he's going for number six okay. and before we popped on i was reading an article about uh vanderpool like potentially no longer racing worlds after uh after this year so well, basically does the, does the article have any good reason for suggesting that or no he kind of said as much he was basically like they were they were kind of quoting vanderpool and and they were like hey like i basically asking him like are you going to go for the the record of uh eight champion you know seven is the record and he's mm-hmm. kind of like yeah maybe we'll see like his basically he kind of intim- intimated intimated that like hit racing cross um sort of takes away from his prep for road season um mm-hmm. so it's kind of why he doesn't race mountain bikes anymore as much mm-hmm. um if yeah. at all and so clearly he has bigger bigger fish to fry on the road and wants to win you know some more spring classics um mm-hmm. but yeah they're basically and i think he just doesn't care Wait, about so how many how many elite world champs does he have five he right now five yep okay so he'll be at six assuming yep. everything goes to plan this weekend correct so he'd only need correct. two more like you're telling me he's not going to just come back and snipe two more worlds he he might i mean they kind of suggested that like or he was suggesting there's a lot of like again reading between the lines of um the interview from Hugerheide this weekend he it's so funny because like they ask like some softball questions in english they're like hey how are your legs and he's like great uh, but then they ask him questions in dutch and like the answers are so much longer but obviously <laughs> like don't speak dutch fluid enough to translate in the moment so i think they were just I mean, translating. most languages aren't as efficient as english so yeah for sure he probably said the same Uh, thing i don't think so though just based (laughs) on the little bits that i could pick up um but yeah i mean it he's i it's funny because he just doesn't care the only thing that matters to him is winning worlds for whatever he like specifically for cross Mm. and i think like you know the the record the record of having you know tying the record of having seven world titles on the cross course is like he doesn't really doesn't care about it in the same way that that we might um i mean he's also got like a dozen more years of good performance left in him i mean i'm sure he's gonna he's gotta go for that 
Yeah, he's already got Wout beat in terms of titles. Wout will never, never surpass him, I think. But yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. should we wrap Did it you, up there? It's been like a wrap hour and a half already. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the man has spoken. Okay. We're done. Right. We, we one of us should watch the Big Sugar uh, video <laughs> and just. <laughs> Just at least find out how dumb we sound. <laughs> okay. Nah, just leave I'll, it for people. I'll watch or maybe we're right on point. Yeah, Dylan, we'll leave I, it up I, to you. I, I predict that we are right on point, but I could, I'm, <laughs> could be wrong. <laughs> All right. To be determined. Okay. Yeah. See you guys. See ya.